G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Another opportunity today to get an update on the progress on some court battles from Christian pro-life campaigner Graham Preston. As you know, the law has a grim view of people who stand up for the rights of unborn babies. Well, Graham has been jailed no less than six times for his outspoken campaigning against abortion and motivated by his Christian faith. Well, his latest court appearance, which is yet to be set as a date, is all about allegedly breaching the so-called bubble zones around abortion clinics. And there may be some good news to report. Graham Preston's joining us. Hello, Graham. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Graham, when I say there may be some good news to report, there has been a very high-profile case before the High Court, which is a little bit similar to yours, but on a a different uh, avenue, and it involves the former Greens leader, Bob Brown. As we get into this conversation, I wonder whether you can just give us a quick uh, idea of what happened to you with the bubble zone laws, and then we'll talk about how this new case might impact you. Well, several years ago now, it's taking a long time, this court case, but it is several years ago now uh, when the Tasmanian bubble zone laws were introduced, meaning that people couldn't do anything against abortion within 150 metres of places where abortions were done. I and uh, two other people from Tasmania, we uh, stood outside an abortion clinic and had signs quoting Universal Declaration of Human Rights saying everyone has the right to life and a picture of an unborn baby. And uh, for doing that, we were arrested and had to go to court. I was, we were all found guilty because I've got a previous criminal record for opposing abortion. I was fined $3,000. The other two were given good behaviour bonds. And uh, with legal assistance, we are challenging that conviction and uh, we expect our case will now be heard in the High Court in view of the Bob Brown case that you've mentioned. Now, you're in the process, as I understand it, of making an application to the High Court and where this breakthrough comes in is in the outcome of this case against the former Greens leader, Bob Brown, and his case was related to an anti-logging zone. How are the two similar? Well, in both cases, they, the law that he was um, challenging prevented him and others from being able to protest against the logging, uh, in that sense, it's similar to my case in that we are prevented from being able to say anything against abortion in a particular area. So both of them, both the laws involve a suppression of freedom of speech. And so that's what makes the two of them similar, even though they're different laws. Um, Bob Brown claimed that his freedom of speech was being um, suppressed 
And we would say the same in our instance as well, that this law does suppress us from being able to speak freely in a public place. So if we're identifying the importance of a High Court appearance for you on this issue, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Graham, but I can hear you saying that if this precedent that happened with Bob Brown is applied to your case, then the idea of bubble zones uh, could in fact be uh, in itself uh, set aside. Uh, that law might not be so relevant if uh, if the same precedent is applied. Is that the way to think about it? Yes, that's right. The High Court found in Bob Brown's favour saying that uh, there's an implied freedom of speech in the Australian Constitution and that that Tasmanian law breached the Constitution and therefore it was an invalid law. And we would say that um, the law that I've been convicted under is even more repressive than the one that Bob Brown was convicted under. So that gives us high hopes that um, the High Court should uh, follow the prison that they set with his ruling and uh, we would hope that they will find in a similar way for my case and so yes that's right the Tasmanian bubble zone legislation would if it is found to be unconstitutional then it would have to be removed and uh, such bubble zones would not be allowed and it wouldn't only affect Tasmania because also Victoria and Australian Capital Territory have also uh, introduced similar bubble zone legislation and uh, if my case is successful, it would override their laws as well. Uh, Graham, there are other protesters, other pro-life campaigners, no doubt, uh, who are uh, uh, responsible in some sense in the lead-up to the implementation of those bubble zone laws. But uh, there is a certain ridiculousness, isn't there, about having bubble zone laws and extended to a, 150 metres around a abortion clinic. What are you, what's your feeling that there is even such a law like that? Oh, it is quite extraordinary. There's, it was quite a unique law. No other law is quite like it, that a specific type of place, people are forbidden to be able to express any views about it at all. I mean, people couldn't, under these laws, can't even stand outside the place and offer help to people going in, can't stand outside the place and pray. So they were extremely repressive. Well, they are extremely repressive. The former Australian Human Rights Commissioner said that these are, were very egregious laws. And uh, so they are very bad. And uh, for everybody's sake, I mean, once a government believes that they can suppress freedom of speech in one place and get away with it, then there's the probability that that will be happening elsewhere as well. And so for the whole of society... It's a very bad thing to have uh, peaceful expression of viewpoints in public suppressed. And so we see this as a, a very concerning precedent that this law creates and it must be overridden. The whole uh, freedom of conscience, freedom of speech, freedom of religion issues are on the rise in Australia as the government is discussing and debating those things around the marriage laws. Uh, the fact that there is a rise on understanding about what freedom of speech means, do you think that might work also in your favour? Oh, yes, and I think this is a, a good wake-up call to our community that you know, freedom of speech is something that has been very hard fought for in the past and uh, because we've got used to it and think it's never going to be taken away, 
we've become, we've become, you know, many people have become quite lax about it. But uh, I think this uh, case shows that no, it's not an absolute, and um, and certainly in Australia, we, uh, you know, with the Australian Constitution, it doesn't have an explicit right to freedom of speech. It's only an implied right that has been found by High Court judges. And so um, the possibility for it to be taken away or suppressed is, is very real and it is something that uh, we should not give up lightly and fight hard to retain. Well, Graham, I mentioned in the introduction that you have been jailed, sent to jail six times because you have been so open and forward and unashamed of standing for the gospel here and for the rights of the unborn. As a Christian leader, uh, you're motivated by your Christian faith. Now, all of this has come at high cost, and some of those things, uh, cost-wise, have come by way of legal expenses and such things. Uh, You've got a fabulous team that's been working with you. How do you hope uh, to be able to meet the expenses of, of a high court challenge? Yes, you're right. I certainly do have uh, very good lawyers who have been extremely generous with their time and talent. Um, and so they have committed themselves to seeing this through. But uh, we are trying to raise funds to help cover some of their costs. And uh, because they've been flying around the country, appearing for me in court in Tasmania and and now with the High Court Challenge coming up and uh, many hours that they have put into this because they appreciate just how important it is that we win this. And so uh, they have been very, very good, three of them. And uh, so, yes, we are trying to raise some funds to um, cover some of their costs. Uh, Well, I won't be ashamed uh, to say uh, the target I saw, uh, you were looking for $48,000 and uh, you've got a, a crowdfunding campaign with Oz Crowd. Uh, so I'll point people to Oz Crowd, and there's a campaign number 4,235, and uh, $48,000 is your goal. Uh, in general, before I let you go, Graham, uh, you've been out on the streets. You're the guy, rain, hail or shine, out on the streets and doing what you do best. Uh, protesting on behalf of the unborn. You're a pro-life campaigner. How have things been on the streets of late? Ah, well, uh, yes, it's a very mixed bag. You never know what's going to happen next. It's very unpredictable. So uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, a fellow came and held his middle finger about two centimetres away from my nose for about a quarter of an hour while he proceeded to harangue me verbally as well. But uh, when his arm got tired and he gave up and left, um, a moment later, a lady walking her dog stopped and uh, she was very friendly and she'd seen him and how aggressive and rude he had been and she spent the next 40 minutes standing with me holding a sign. So uh, you never know who's going to be coming along and uh, there's uh, pretty aggressive people but there are supportive people as well. But uh, I believe it's absolutely essential that people are not allowed to forget about what's going on, that they've got to be addressed it's got to be put before the community and that's why I'm prepared to go out on the streets and not let people pretend they don't know what's happening. Well, always like to honour your courage. And one more thing before I let you go, Graham Preston. Uh, I know that there is a new book that's out that you have described as one of the most important pro-life books ever written. Uh, Shattering the Darkness, it's called. What is so special about this one? 
Oh, well, it's not a new book. It was published in 1981, so it's hard to get a hold of, but people can get them through me. And it uh, was written by a Presbyterian minister called Joseph Foreman, and like a lot of good books, largely was written while he was in jail and uh, for his pro-life, non-violent pro-life activities in America. And uh, Joseph approaches this from a thoroughly Christian point of view and in a very, very profoundly challenging and calling us to look at this issue as God does. Yes, I would recommend to all listeners to, whether you regard yourself as a hardcore pro-lifer or not, all Christians would benefit from reading this book. Okay, so it's not a new book, it's an old one, but it's called Shattering the Darkness, and uh, you can get a hold of that uh, contacting Graham Preston. Let me give you the website to be in contact with Graham Preston, and I know, Graham, uh, you're always excited when someone puts their hand up and says, I'll put myself uh, in, perhaps in the line of some level of danger, as you say, uh, but uh, people standing beside you on the street, I know know you're always... uh, uh, I know you're always after uh, those new ones who'll uh, who'll stand with you. It's protect-life.info. That's the website to be in contact with Graham Preston, protect-life.info. Uh, Graham, uh, looking forward to the next instalment as we follow along what's happened with your court appearances. And I know that there will be a lot of listeners to this program who will be keeping you in their prayers. Graham, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.